This is Bobby Newman, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's Research Minutes, the CPRI Knowledge Hub's weekly podcast where we interview researchers about the latest work being done in the field to help improve education. This week, I speak with Eric Camburn, Professor of Educational Leadership and Policy Analysis and Educational Psychology by courtesy from the University of Wisconsin at Madison about his study, Infrastructure for Teacher Reflection and Instructional Change, an Exploratory Study which was recently published in the Journal of Educational Change. Eric, thank you for joining me today. Glad to be here, Bobby. Thanks for having me. So let me start out by asking you, in your paper, you investigate professional learning experiences provided through infrastructure. Can you describe for us infrastructure? Yes, so we borrowed uh, David Cohen's definition of the term infrastructure. He defined the term in his book, Teaching and Its Predicaments, He uses the term to describe three different resources for teaching and the improvement of teaching, which he describes as academic content, guidance for instruction, and and learning opportunities. You also looked at the effects of who the teachers worked with on their teaching on both reflection and instructional change. Can you tell us about the results of this part of the analysis? Yeah, absolutely. So we, there are really two um, main sets of analyses in this paper. One examined the association between teacher learning experiences and their reflection on their teaching. And and we view reflection as an indication um, that teachers are actively engaged in learning and developing their teaching. We look at it as a a measure of engagement in learning. Um, The second analysis looked at the association between these different kinds of learning experiences and teachers' reports of changes that they made in their literacy instruction. And these uh, analyses, the second set of analyses also examine the association between teacher reflection, and so the dependent variable of that first analysis, and instructional change. And so the the findings were really quite rich. We found in the first set of analyses that we we examined five different kinds of learning experiences, and we we looked at teachers' engagement in traditional forms of professional development, and their engagement in professional development was both focused on instruction and also whether that professional development was focused on just kind of school-wide issues, and so perhaps not as centrally focused on, on teaching. And then we also examined um, more informal, or what we tend to call embedded learning experiences, their work with instructional leaders, the extent to which they sought advice from peers within the network of teachers in the school. And so there were five of those measures of teacher learning opportunities altogether. All five were positively and significantly associated with teachers' engagement on reflection. The degree of association was pretty similar for all five of those measures of teacher learning experiences, except for teachers' engagement in professional development that wasn't squarely focused on instruction, that had the lowest level of association with teachers' engagement and reflective practice. So synthesizing your results, would it be fair to say that the results can be seen as a chain of action, that the infrastructure makes reflection more likely, which then provides a platform for more instructional change? It's interesting because I think a lot of conceptions of teacher learning and teacher development suggest perhaps a kind of a linear sequence of events 
like that. I think in reality, and, and it's a bit difficult for our analysis to tease out the exact sequence of events. In, in reality, my own experience, but I think also some conceptions of teacher learning suggest that it's a little bit messier than that, as you might imagine, that it's that things don't unfold in kind of a neat orderly fashion, but instead might unfold in sort of repeated cycles where a teacher might be provoked by a new idea or being exposed to a different kind of teaching. That initial provocation might be followed by some uh, reflection and experimentation, trying out new, new things in their classroom. Ultimately, after repeated cycles of trying new things and perhaps further provocation, you know, where teachers problematize their existing practice, Ultimately, teachers might incorporate those new practices into their repertoire of teaching. But, you know, my guess, and I think this is reflected in a lot of conceptions of, of teacher learning and adult learning, that it's probably more of a messy, you know, circular kind of encyclical process. So yeah. based on your work, what are the implications for districts and schools as they craft professional learning opportunities for educators? So our work focuses on professional learning experiences, and, and obviously districts and schools put a lot of energy and thought into providing opportunities to teachers, and a lot of resources go into providing learning opportunities for teachers. So I think a couple of takeaways from our study are that providing teachers with learning experiences which give them opportunities to actively reflect on their practice can be helpful. We found a strong association between teachers' engagement and reflection on their own practice and then their reports of changes in their literacy instruction practices. So that's suggestive that, that providing teachers with opportunities to reflect may actually be helpful. Giving teachers opportunities that spur new ideas, that might shake up their pre-existing beliefs and their knowledge, and opportunities to experiment. Those might be the kinds of learning opportunities that, that help them and encourage them to reflect on their own practice. And these opportunities for reflection are probably more powerful. I think our research suggests that if they are strongly connected to teachers' day-to-day -day practice, that these opportunities for reflection are more likely to be powerful if they, if they do have that strong connection. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to Research Minutes. To share your thoughts on this discussion, head to KHUB Conversations at cprehub.org. To subscribe to our weekly podcast and listen to more interviews, head to soundcloud.com forward slash CPRI Knowledge Hub. And for the latest videos, podcasts, and discussion updates, follow us at CPRI Hub on Twitter and CPRI Knowledge Hub on Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.